0: You know, I still do think there's going to be people that hear this and go, okay, I'm ready to work with John. I'm ready to do all the things. I'm ready to do the breath. And I want to be on the other side of the breath. Like when you're on the other side of the orgasm, you have the climax and now you're on the other side. It's like, what about just right here? Welcome to the Madeline show. to help you grow your client base by speaking up about who you are and what you do. Join me and a cohort of brilliant entrepreneurs as I show you how to increase your impact and income with the Speak Up Method. Attract soulmate clients, get speaking gigs, land press features, and grow your brand all without having a big audience. Join the Speak Up membership and spend an entire year with me as we unleash your voice and come up with a personalized strategy to get you in front of thousands of new eyeballs every single month. Sign up for the wait list at themadelineshow.com. I cannot wait to help you change the world. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Madeline Show. I am so excited for today's guest. This is John Kai Herbert. He is an entrepreneur and he has helped me through so many very difficult moments in my life. His wisdom runs deep. He is so humble. I'm so excited to have him here with you. We are going to talk about all things relationships and entrepreneurship. That is relationship with yourself, your business, your partner, the world get ready get your notebook grab a glass of water and just I want you to sit and really open up your heart to new information maybe it's information you've heard before but you're hearing it now again the divine is allowing you to hear it again in a new way and I just know that this episode is going to change so many of your lives because John has completely transformed mine. John, welcome to the Madeline show.
1: Ah, hi Madeline. Ah, it's so good to be here again. I love it. I love it. I love you. I love your vibe. I love how you you take the 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 higher level picture and then ch- chunk it down to something that's that's bite-sized. Like I love your energy. Like I loved the first time we had a conversation with each other. I'm like, "Oh, wow, she's she's got something here that's worth investing in." And I'm like, mm. "Yeah, and here I am again." Like um I love it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you. You have invested so much in me from me. I came to John, you guys. Let's just back it up here. Came to John in 2019. I was, I had just gotten out of a relationship. Thank you, God. This man stole from me, cheated on me. He was horrible. He trauma bonded me. He manipulated me. And I was sad to not be with him and i didn't know if there was going to be another person out there that i was meant to be with i was so fucked up in the head from not only this relationship the only reason this relationship even happened was because um i was looking to heal a wound that i had by using a person to give me something i didn't have in myself and so i couldn't see the red flags even though they were oh so obvious Oh my god! I wanted to bring this up with you, John, and wonder like wondered your opinion on it. So, when a guy is only Facetiming you from his car, <laughs> what does that mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, wow. I want, He's I hiding
0: slow, something.
1: So, I want to <laughs> slow right down, Madeline? Like what what I what I hear where this podcast is going to go is so many women are going to resonate with what you're saying and give yeah. them permission. Like I want to give you all permission to slow right down. And instead of going through this podcast, like, oh, this is an insight. This is an insight. Oh, I'll review this list later. Slow right Mm. down and feel all the sensations that are going through you. Like, oh, my God, this happened to me. Oh, my God, this is my life right now. Like, I just Mm. got off a call with a guy that I was FaceTiming in the car. So, (laughs) (laughs) right. So what I hear in that is, yeah, he's solidly hiding something. Right. And. That would have shown up in other areas of the relationship in the, in the communication, mm-hmm. like this ob- obfuscation of facts or you'd catch mm-hmm. him out in a lie or your instinct would be like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. didn't you say this or didn't you do that? And then because of it was a trauma bond, you just forgive him or maybe it's you or, you know, there was like a crazy making component there where oh, no, I must be the one that's wrong. I'm the one that's fucked up. Now, he's good. Yeah. Now, he's He's speaking to me. He values me enough so that he would speak. Yep. I can't believe he's spending time with me. Like, I'm so, I feel so honored that he's FaceTiming me from his car. Right. Um, so to yeah. I time
0: th- out of his busy day. <laughs> Jeez, doing how many who knows who's. Um, exactly. Yeah. And so when I got on that call with John, literally shared all this information with him. I don't have a filter because <laughs> I haven't noticed. I'd never met him before and I'm telling him all of this stuff. My friend Monica, she told me that I needed to talk to John and that I needed a guy's perspective. And he's a just, I don't know if you were just born with this sort of connection to to your inner self and your wisdom, but you seem to be a master of communication and relationships. Um, And so John got me through that time, got me connected with myself, taught me about human design. We became friends. John has invested, like I said, so much in me. He even recently signed up for Speak Up, which is my um well it was a course and now it's going to be a membership yes. which is so exciting Yay! so I'm and still continue to invest in me John you keep giving me feedback anytime I ask you you know how did that module go what can what can I do better like you're like here for me and you're like yes I got you this is what I learned this is what I want more of and I just want to thank you for always being there
1: yeah, yeah thank you're, you. you're welcome you're welcome I think the last one of the, the, the question that really stood out to me last thing was last question that you put to me was that stood out for me is what five books should I read um, for relationships thank
0: you yeah
1: And you went straight to the Queen's Code. Should we talk about the books? Yeah, please. Yeah, Yeah. let's tell
0: everyone about these books. (laughs) I did. The Queen's Code was one of them. Um, And so, yeah, I asked John just for five books. I didn't want to go sign up for like a course on relationships. Like I have actually a really awesome relationship with my partner who is my podcast editor. And um, I knew that I needed to learn. I, I wanted to change things about me to love my partner more. I knew that there was something that I could do to make the relationship better. And so I asked John, like, what five books can I read? You know, I don't want to go take a course. Like, I have this thing called the library, and I can go get this thing called a book that'll teach me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll listen to it. Um, so, yeah, let's share with the audience five good relationship books.
1: Yeah, so there was The Queen's Code, and there was uh, Keys to the
0: Kingdom. By Alison Armstrong. Alison both. Armstrong,
1: both. And then Making Sense. the Sin- Kingdom and Making Sense of Men by Alison Armstrong. And she's got an amazing feminine wisdom that speaks to the heart of men. And there's so much love in her voice and you'll see her. Like if, if you see her or listen to her, you can hear there's this affinity for mankind and men. Mm-hmm. Um, so those three books are, are really good. And then there's Women Who Run With The Wolves, by Clarissa Pinkola Estes, and that book in particular is more framed around story and Mm. it uses story to access um, the psyche and archetypes in the human body. So archetypes are a very useful way of exacting what else is going on in your mind um, so that's, a, that's a, you don't need to read that book cover to cover. You could just mm. read it like a fairy tale, like, oh, here's, here's one, here's one. And they are fairy tales with an analysis on the other side of it. It's got shadow. It's got all the juicy things that I love, um, which give clarity to what's really going on in, in your body, in your mind. And then there's no more Mr. Ni- no more Mr. Nice guy, but by Robert Glover. And that's more a book aimed at men and getting into the minds of men um, is very helpful for a woman who does take charge um, or, or sees their husband as someone who doesn't pull his own weight or um, feels like she needs to do everything in the relationship because no more Mr. No more Mr. Nice Guy speaks to passive aggressive men mm. and men who... They don't pull their weight or don't believe in themselves mm. or are people pleasers or do find themselves in situations where it's easier to give up or be indifferent than, than create something in the world. Or like have a purpose or create a vision or, um, yeah, a vision, an action. It Like mm. to, to create a vision requires more than motivation. It requires enthusiasm and it requires action and the momentum from that action to make it work. Otherwise, wow. yeah, you're just floating through life like a Peter Pan, basically, in Never Never Land, hoping that you never grow up. And that's what I see with a lot of women, um, and which is why I transitioned in my 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 brand and my niche, is to, yes. to women, um, because I could see that most of the people that I would work with were women. The handful of men that I worked with, I hand-selected, Um, and I'd known them for a long time, like in my, my corporate career or I've met them through other personal development courses. And those men, they'd done work, and I knew that they had an open enough heart and humility for me to take them through what they needed to go through. And what I find with women that I work with is that they're ready to look at themselves. They're like, oh, no, you know what? This is going on in my relationship. Like I'm having troubles with my husband, troubles with my husband, um my kids are pain in the ass i have all of these symptoms in my body that i've gone to doctors and doctors and therapists and specialists and they don't understand what's going on so there's i've got psychosomatic injuries um, or idiopathic uh, illnesses where there's no origins i just have them um and i know there's more to this i know this is in, deep into my gut my intuition i know there's more here and i don't know what to do about it so those are the women that I work with where they know that there's something that's off. And what I'm speaking to here in instinct, um, this is the woman who run with the wolves speaks to, this, speaks to this really well. It's called mm. the instinct injured woman. And mm. the, your first relationship that you were trauma bonded at that point in your life, what I wow. hear is that you were instinct injured.
0: Yeah, I couldn't trust my my intuition. Yeah, and like my experience being in that relationship and now looking back at that, I would have yanked her out of that. But being in it, I didn't. I couldn't see the red flags. I was instinct injured. That's so interesting. Totally.
1: And yeah. for an instinct injured woman, um, she she becomes prey very quickly um, because to be her instincts require having access to her predator and whatever her inner predator is. And actually in a workshop, I just did, and you I'll send you the link, Mads. Um, yes, please. Is, is we go through a process about picking your predator and then embodying it and having an mm. exercise around what's predator, what's, what predator do you like? And then with one of my mm. clients, she was like, Oh, I'm a shark. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't think a shark suits you. What you're telling me. I think you're more of a, an angler fish because mm you an anglerfish is something that's got a light in front of its its face it's deep deep water fish
0: mm, and a like Finding nemo
1: I can find it totally <laughs> in Finding nemo yeah. And the, the light attracts prey in the area because the you know the fish are naturally attracted to the light and then all of a sudden wow. you know the oh. light goes and then they get, they get eaten so how she plays it is she she's all light love and light and she's got all this she's so bright and all this lightness and then Something comes in front of her that that she wants and she lures it in and then devours it. Mm. And to remove the morality from all of this, there's nothing wrong with it. It's can you own it? Can you own that that's what you do? Bring awareness to it.
0: Mm. So you must love now. So because, yeah, okay, let me again, back it up. John and I recorded this episode, a episode about a year ago, but there was a tornado going on and I couldn't, we weren't able to bring it to you live. So I see that as God giving us this new opportunity to chat live with you guys here. And I'm really loving this this niche down that you're doing by speaking to women because you have helped me so much and it must be difficult or at least maybe a little more difficult to, and correct me if I'm wrong, get a man to open up and look in and do this work that you are here to do and here to teach on this planet. Have you noticed that it's, it's oh, easier for a woman to look so in? It's so
1: much easier for a woman to look in. I, and I think there's something hard-coded in the biology of a woman where uh, through her, her menstrual cycles, there isn't a continuous breakdown. She's always dying. There's always a death mm. of the reality, a death of her reality. Mm. And for men, there's an ongoing struggle of like, no, I can keep on doing this, which I think is mm-hmm. hard-coded into men. <clears throat> Excuse me. The masculine component that's hard-coded into men. And I know for me in my journey, like I, I could have been like that man, like your ex. Like I have that, that type of energy in me where I'm like, yeah, I could obfuscate. Mm. In My, my exes and my older relationships, I'd keep secrets from them. You know, yeah. I, would, I would not tell them the truth. I would, um, well, I would rather scream and yell and make excuses than own that I was out of integrity or own mm. that I, I was feeling inadequate. And it's the inadequacy piece, I think, I, I, in men and that hard-coded component of the masculinity that does not allow them to open their hearts. Um, mm. Where it's like, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not where I want to be right now, and you can either be apathetic and indifferent about it and just not do anything and become a Peter Pan, or you can go, hey, you know what? I'm going to make something of myself. I'm going to turn this relationship around. I'm going to get fit. I'm going to do all these things, and that takes a mm. different kind of humility. And sometimes a man that's gone on a health journey, and he's like, no, I'm, mm. I, 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 I. Have no idea what's going on in my body right now. Like, I've got gut stuff and I need to start healing my body. Once a man goes through a healing his body type um, transition, then there's a chance that he opens his heart more.
0: Wow.
1: So, the handful of men that I've worked with, um, one of them had failed relationship after failed relationship. He's an entrepreneur and he knew that I spoke to relationships. And when I work with him in corporate, we would talk all the time about women and relationships, and I could really hear that he—he he, very intelligent, and he, he tried to think his way out of his relationship stuff. He really need to feel. He really needed to have someone to be with him to just feel it all, and that was his breakthrough. And then another guy owned his own business as well, another entrepreneur, and um, he has two daughters. And he was just struggling in the relationship with his missus. And he, he, again, someone who has a huge open heart, has come from a family system of secrets and um, condemnation. And he really wanted Mm. to turn the whole thing around. He actually originally came to me and I said, look, bro, you're not, you actually done too much inner work. Just take a break. Like Mm. you don't need to work with me right now. Like actually, just take a breather. And enjoy and embody what you've done so far. And then when stuff starts hitting the fan again, when shit starts hitting the fan again, then come and see me. But right now this Mm. grind to be perfect and to heal all your wounds in quotations, heal all your wounds is just exhausting Uh you. Just enjoy your life a bit and then come and see me. And he did. Um, And then the third guy had a health journey and he was chronically ill uh, depressed, um, suicidal ideation, and he discovered his his sanctuary was the gym, and mm. he completely turned his life around at the gym. And he's incredible. I love working with him. Another projector as well, and I continuously invest in him. Like I see that like, there's something in in whenever if a man can open his heart to me, I'm there. That's why I love working with women because they they're so open hearted. It's like John, I'm lost. <laughs> I need help. I'm like, yeah, great. I can, I can, I can hear you coming to me like with, I don't know, John. Like, yeah, great. Let me invest in you. You know, let's let's take this somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'd love to talk to that process um, because it was so unique when I came to you literally with that, John. I don't even know you. I'm willing to open up my heart to you. I need help. You took me through some very unique processes. You actually can look at someone's body and learn a lot about them. So can Mm -hmm. you talk to us what it's like um, to come to you for help?
1: Yeah. Great question. Great question. So first of all, what I do is I do an audit of your relationship journey and find out why your current relationship or relationships with your past have failed. And then, This is part gift, part talent is when I listen to your voice, I can hear where your breath is. And I hear the patterns of what is repeating in your mind. And I get you to talk. I I create the stillness and the validation for you just to talk. And in that talking, I will hear things. And then I will validate you, which equalizes our central nervous system. So there's nothing wrong about you. Like your experience is real, whatever it is. And then from there, I'll ask you questions about um, what it is that you want and what's holding you back. And then if I have a picture of you, if I can see you in my, my late pre-qualifying stage, we're on Zoom if I can see you, it makes it very easy for me to diagnose your body through a technology called characterology. And characterology is uh, a technology that was designed by a man called Wilhelm Reich, then refined by another man called Alexander Lowen, and then refined again by another man called John Parakos. And what they discovered and these were clinical psychologists in the early 1900s, around the time when Freud was around doing his thing, they discovered that there was a pattern in the body shape and the pathology of people. So they could look at someone and they could have an assumption or a diagnosis, of okay, this person's gonna have these five key core childhood injuries and there was enough of a correlation then, correlation there for them to use it as a diagnostic tool. And that's what I use. So there's five key types, and they all relate to stages of development um, from zero to seven, from three to 12, and um, teenage years. And the, the, within that, there's other injuries that occur depending on what your parental dynamics were like, um, how you view death. Um, whether a parent died early on, whether you're an orphan, so this all shows up in the body, all of it, and this is where traditional psychotherapy um, forked from the body. So Wilhelm Reich we did a bit of a backstory. Wilhelm Reich and, and Freud were good mates, and Wilhelm Reich at some point was was put on the head of the Psychologists Association. There was a a group of psychologists that got together, psychotherapists that got together that formed the initial foundation for the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistics Manual. And Wilhelm Reich said, look, you're not incorporating the body here. Like you're missing a key component. It's not all the mind. You can't think your way out of a lot of what's going on. You need the body. There's There's how you move the body, how you can exercise the body, how you can express the body. You can access core injuries that you can't talk your way through or medicate your way through. Mm-hmm. And then he was condemned. He was like, no, nah, this is ridiculous. You don't know what you're talking about. We can make money from pharmaceuticals, blah, blah, blah. We have a whole thing planned out here that we can make this work. Or using cocaine as Freud would. So in that, Reich went off and did his own thing and he found Alexander Lowen and they've developed characterology. So Alexander Lowen could... Um, Symptom picture-wise, he gave people freedom from depression. So he was able to work the body in such a way that restored the vitality in someone's body through specific movements that gave them freedom from depression. they actually found life again. Wilhelm Reich was able to treat schizophrenics through massaging the body as well um Mm. he found that schizophrenics had a specific core injury around the base of their neck and Mm. after massaging that and using and speaking therapy as well as it's not just massage you need to have someone validating you um regulating your central nervous system with you he got he got he gave access to people a new life he gave a new life yeah he gave them a new life and one of the key things that Alexander Lowen speaks to is that uh, ah, anxiety is excitement without the breath. Mm. Yeah. And when you can stretch the body, especially around the lungs and diaphragm and the pelvis, you create more space for breath. And even between the breaths, you can create space. So the more you can be present to your breath, the more you can be still in conversation. You can be present with your partner. You can be present with your kids. You can be present with the people that you outsource tasks to. So there's a, a, a real power in being aware of what's going on in your body. And a lot of that comes through how your body receives and gives breath whoa
0: wow this is man you're so many light bulbs are going off in my head right now and also like i'm feeling this this desire to breathe deeply and take um that nice time in between the inhale and exhale and just feel that so I have this, like, do 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 do. I want to ask John so many things. I want him to teach a module and speak up on the breath, like all this stuff. And then my body is just feeling this invitation to, like, and that pause right
1: there. Yeah, you... beautiful. And for Whoa. for for someone who is tuned in their masculine or is over geared to be in their masculine, the breath is the mm. key. So for mm, a masculine more about that. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: like many, many female entrepreneurs. That was my next question for you. So you must be psychic. <laughs> yeah,
1: a little bit. Uh, so what I what I see in a lot of women who are in business is an inability to slow down and they take on way too much responsibility. And then there's this, oh, if I don't do it, no one's going to do it kind of mentality. And you take that, you apply the same concept to the home life and the work life where it's like, oh, my husband and partner, you know, they don't pull their own weight. I have to do it, right? Mm. So, and in that, those decision-making processes of like, I have to do it, that's a core childhood injury there um, mm. around whether whether your mum was masculinized or or had her feminine dialed down, or your dad was over masculinized and um, he could only value you through achievement, right? And He couldn't mm-hmm. see your feminine ways, like the, the your mm-hmm. ease and your grace and your fluidity and your femininity. He was like, "No, I need to prepare you for the world. You know, you need to get into business. Um, you need to be mm-hmm. independent." And whatever those little those little seeds of the past that that we think are great at the time, but end up becoming a vine that suffocate us in our relationships in the future. Um, so for women that are, uh, are highly geared in their masculine, being able to slow down is a challenge. Like even going on a holiday, it's like, no, I'm on a holiday. Yeah, great. But inside they're like spinning their wheels on like, nah, my business, and my this and my that, so not being able to slow right down is in the body and it's in the breath. Because so, you, be, you could be on a massage table right now. So I'm getting I'm full body massage right now. You know, I'm getting a facial, yes. but internally, you're like running ten thousand miles an hour, like plotting what's next for your business, like what's going on with your kids yeah. and. So it's like you're not, Mm -hmm. you might physically be in a space where you're supposed to relax, but your body is somewhere else. And that's also another injury, like being able to be in integrity with the body, like where am I at right now physically requires um, knowing what's going on. So if you fantasize about the business while you're supposed to be talking with your partner, then you expect Mm -hmm. your partner to be present with you. Like what are you doing? Like if you can't be present with yourself, how can you be present with a partner?
0: Let's just sit with that for a second. If you can't be present, if you can't be present with yourself, then imagine that maybe being the reason that you don't feel like your partner is present with you and with your family. Like maybe, maybe you're the problem. And that's a good thing because you have the control to investigate. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you do. You grow. It- and and having that mirror held up to you is like really painful because like you're the one doing all the things, like you're the one in kicking the goals in the business. Like, wait a minute, it's still me, it's still me. Like, come on, doing
0: everything, it's doing him. everything. It's definitely him, definitely him. No, honey, everything else is just a mirror for you. He's not pulling his weight because you're spinning your wheels.
1: Totally spinning your wheels. And, and in all of that, like for someone who is. It's in in characterology. There's a a type that that is high geared for perfection, and this Mm. perfection can become an obsession. So, Mm. when someone listening to this goes, Oh my god, it is me, it must be me. Okay, cool. I need to go work with John right now and fix myself. It's like, No, hold on, take it back a step. Like, you do have power within yourself right now to be able to be present to this. Because I do get women coming to me saying, Oh, John, I want you to fix me. Like, I'm not a fix-it shop. Like, you can't just come up, pull in, John, you know, I need a grease and oil change so I can get back to ignoring my partner and ignoring my doing, ignoring doing, my. Doing, p- doing, 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 <laughs> doing, 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 doing. Like, no, hold on. I need you to slow down. I need you to be present because what I see in women that are like this, they'll jump from topic to topic, and then they'll when there's a moment to be with all their feelings, they don't. They don't. Mm. And then then there's this guilt and shame that they're expressing their feelings and someone's deeply listening to them. It's like, yeah, tell me, what's that been like for you? Like feeling like you've been in a relationship for 20 years and you're just in it for the kids or you're in it for security and he doesn't listen to you you know, he dismisses you or wants to give you a solution straight away to your feelings or try and logic them away instead of like allowing you to be in your, all of your watery, delicious emotions. Like, Because in business, there's so much that can come from that creative space, that watery place, right? Mm.
0: Mm. Yes. It's, it's, yes pure it's,
1: it's pure potential. It's pure potential. Yeah, totally. It, it's, yeah. The, it's the primordial goo that Creates life, you know that feminine place. Um, And when you can't be present to your emotions, you don't have access to it. you you have access to your magic. It's real Mm -hmm. magic that's there. So, in saying that, being able to slow down is 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 a is a practice that you can do on your own. Even just listening to my voice right now, you might already feel it in your body, like you mentioned before, like there's a. There's a want to slow down and you might even want to go take a nap, right? Because what your body really needs is a nap. <laughs> I can't sleep, John.
0: I've done that in a while. I, uh, yeah.
1: I, I sleep between 11 p.m. and 4 a.m. And then I'm back in the business. Like, no, maybe you actually need a day nap. Maybe you just need to take a rest right now. Allow your body to rejuvenate, you know, tell your hubby I'm taking a nap right now. And then, oh, but what, what do I do for dinner? work it out you need to work it out you know what about the kids i don't know ask them what they want to do now i'm going to take some time for myself and this is woman who run with the wolves type territory but now i need to i need to go take care of myself you know i'm not i'm not running myself ragged here anymore like i have a body mm-hmm. that has rhythms that i need to respect it
0: Yes. Four cycles, in fact, with different hormonal balances per cycle. I can tell I'm slowing down in luteal. So I had that egg drop, progesterone sac exploded, and I went from high estrogen to high progesterone. And you lose, I feel like there's some shame for, I feel sometimes in myself when I move those phases because I get all excited and I get all this stuff, you know, ramped up and going during follicular and then ovulation hits. And then I'm in luteal and I just lose a chunk, maybe 30% plus of that energy that I had before. And I have this yearning to just lay down, to just to go and meditate, to take a walk and I have all these balls I threw up in the air from the previous cycle that some some will fall if I'm not living and planning out my life and business based around my cycle. So women listening to this, I don't know if it's different for menopause or not, but I would assume it is different. <laughs> it, it is
1: different for menopause. Yeah, it is yeah. totally different. And it, it, I think there's so much more... Um, speaking, speaking—that needs to be done to menopause. Like it really is this yeah. elephant in the room. I've like this is part know of about it. it. Yeah, <laughs> totally right. So, like, there is a few women that I've worked with in the past on um, one-on-one who have are going into their menopausal phase, and there is so much shame around it for them. And mm. it, re- it, really moves into archetypally into this more like a a crone phase of, okay, I am mm. no longer this fruity delicious woman anymore like my body's changing and you can move into hormone replacement therapy if you want or just ride the wave you know on the hot Mm. and the cold flushes and the embarrassment and this your body again losing control of your body again in a different way Mm. um and i think there's so there's there's humility and grace that can be applied to this phase in life which i think would give women so much more freedom just to be themselves um and honored Of like, wow you've 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 got to this phase in your life like, wow like mm. and it's a moment to reflect as well because if you hit menopause and you wanted kids kids and you didn't have kids it's like well like are you going to grieve this are you going to mm. be with this grief that you know you you maybe you had a partner that p- partner that promised you or you've had a partner and um that you end up getting divorced before you had kids and you just kind of threw your hands up mm-hmm. in the air it's like so i'm not having a partner again it was too much hurt and i was going to focus on my business mm-hmm. but being able to be with the emotion of now oh you know what i really looking back i my business is great, but I, I just re- I really actually wanted to be able to hold a child and raise one of my own and know what it felt like to be a mother, um, which is and another... give birth. I can give birth. Because totally, you can journey. be a
0: mother. You can adopt a kid and be a mother.
1: Totally. But it's the
0: giving birth, pregnancy experience that you do not have. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And... And in that, I really feel like there's there's compassion available here, and a and a rewriting of this boss babe type mentality, where I get it, like I get it, I get it, and I think it's it's got a place. And I, are you honouring who you really are, or are you just joining another team of people that, that give you your self worth, which is another injury?
0: Um, I, I want to keep talking about this, the boss babe mentality and women in their masculine. I do think we should leave it. I was going to, part of my brain was like, let's ask John something else women can do to get out of their masculine. But we, I don't want to give you a million strategies. You have one Mm -hmm. and that is be with your breath, find the space between that is actually enough and you are already enough. And when it comes to the boss babe thing, I, it, there's the self-worth part, like I'm going to join this community, I'm going to get featured, I'm going to be validated by being in a magazine, whatever it is. But what I have noticed from the striving and the doing and the over-masculinized approach to business is that for me, it is a it boils down to my safety response system. Well, I need this in order to put food on the table, have a house, have all the things that I literally need. If I want to have kids, I better be a ceo i better be a hustling entrepreneur if i want to make enough money and not have to get a job from someone else to hold this very normal lifestyle children home you know just as an as upper middle class american like i would like to continue that for myself and my family and part of me I'm conflicted because part of me feels like I need to run and that I'm never where I should be and it's not happening fast enough, but my body and my intuition knows I'm right where I need to be. I believe in God and the divine. I currently definitely rest more than I work and there's also some shame around that. So (laughs) You can feel different things as a woman also and so what is your... What do you have on that side of that for us, us boss babes, just yeah. trying to stay
1: safe? <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. So, what, what I hear in all this is, is, is central nervous system regulation. And first of all, where would I go with this? It would be where did you instill this core belief that you needed to do all this? Right? Mm. Where did you instill this core belief that you needed to do it all on your own? And in characterology this the, the perfection theme and needing to stand up and grow up really quickly is something that is pathologized under a character called the rigid mm-hmm. now the rigid excels like they're amazing at achievements they um, their whole identity is built around achievements Mm. and psychosomatically, they get back pain, neck pain, and their relationships suffer. Um, Usually Mm. they can um, have an amazing business life and then their relationships suffer. And then partner-wise, they have a split with their partners. They might have a partner that they find really attractive, but then they have somebody else on the side that they share their heart to. So, because it, that split is mimicked there. So, what the advice that I have for all of that is connecting to your body sexually in the breath. So, being able to slow right down instead of like grabbing that vibrator or that bunny and like smashing out, smashing out one because you're anxious. It's like no, like be slow here. Like if you if you treat your body like a fast, like a quickie type mentality. That's gonna, that permeates through your entire life. It starts with sex. It starts with the sex. It starts with your intimacy with the self. And you can, if you're someone who just prefers clitoral stimulation, like straight away, like you're, you're my, this is is you I'm speaking to right here. So being able to explore your body and incorporate um, vaginal play, even just not reaching orgasm, just touching your body, like your breasts and Mm. slow, like, oil, like take your time, create the space to just be with you. And this is a great opportunity to, to connect with your partner. Cause if, if you've been this way for a while, your partner, if you're in a, in a heterosexual relationship, like your partner is tuned like, yeah, cookie time. Yeah, it's my birthday. Let's go, let's go have one, you know, like, and there's no slow, there's no breath. There's no, Hey, I'm a human. Like there's, there's so much more to me than getting off. There's actually slowness, there's touch, there's kiss, there's smell, there's like rubbing your nose along the neck, like really slowly. There's tight kisses to the neck. There's, there's, a, there's a pace of life here, which you can apply in the bedroom, which will affect your business. But when you're making decisions, do you need to make that decision right now? Maybe that decision needs to just fall away. Like that, that plate that you're spinning needs to hit the floor. Was that really a plate that I needed to keep spinning? Mm. Do I need to do all of these interviews? What's the race? What's the race? Mm. And again, doubling back to the clitoral stimulation, what's the race? What are you trying to get to? Just be.
0: Yeah. Mm. What I love about this connection and this exercise that you're talking about is that it's literally available to everyone you don't need anything else correct other than you in fact it sounds like you need to get rid of a few things
1: you do less is more less is more yeah and then like for, for me it's if there is excuse me if there is something that's that's there once you do these practices and you realize oh wow because you'll start to open up more you'll start to be aware of oh my god like my thoughts are racing right now like I have these fantasies that my husband's cheating and I know he's not, but I can't help but stop thinking that he's cheating. Mm. You know, um, I think I'm not good enough. Then you can start teasing into the, the the underbelly, the underworld, the Hades, the Hades of your world, right? The hell of your world. Like what's what's tormenting you and you're alive right now? What's tormenting you and your life is actually really heavenly on the surface. Mm. That's when you need help to go into their call. Cool. Let's show you the hell. Let's make your hell a real reality, like what the torture is in your life right now. Let's address it. Realize the sins, the quote-unquote sins that you've done to get there, like the family injuries, the inner child work, the masculine feminine inversion of the polarity dynamics from your parents, whatever it is. And then let's create a heaven out of it, you know. Let's bring that heaven to you right now. And it starts with the breath. It starts with the breath mm. comes from Latin, and it means "spirit, like the spirit. So the spirit in the body. When you breathe, that's your spirit coming in. You know that you're human, you're here right now with someone. I'm talking to you right now, I'm with you, and I'm breathing because I choose to. Mm. Mm.
0: Oh, what a good. I'm going to say "spot to stop for now, because we just gave you a lifetime, well, not we, John, (laughs) by delivering through this podcast, gave you a lifetime's worth of work to, not perfect, no, 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 to play with and to explore. Great. Man. Um, And I love what you said earlier about, you know, I still do think there's going to be people that hear this and go, okay. I'm ready to work with John. I'm ready to do all the things. I'm ready to do the breath. And I want to be on the other side of the breath. Like when you're on the other side of the orgasm, you have the climax and now you're on the other side. Mm -hmm. It's like, what about just right here? So everyone listening, be here with everything John has said. And if you like listening to his voice, if you Mm -hmm. like hearing what he has to say, you can follow along on his journey on Instagram, maybe tell us if you're on any other platforms. Yeah, I'm on a website.
1: Yeah, I'm on everything. I'm on Snapchat. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on all the right. things, and I have a website as well. So yeah, I'm. Um, I'm, I'm, this is this is my time. This is that people need to hear this. It's it's time yeah. for this this global revolution, especially for women. starts oh. always starts with women. Always starts with women. And um, once I made that epiphany, it's like, oh, my God, why am I wasting time with men? Just focus on women. They're the ones. They're the change makers. They're the ones that give birth metaphorically and in reality. It's like they're the ones. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because they were the ones reaching out to you also. Yeah. And it's so funny to see. It makes sense when you see relationship coaches and books, like all these Men's personal development books that were geared towards men that so many women read that I love reading. Um, that probably happened to you, or you're posting all this stuff for men, and you just had all these women following. Actually, I, I saw it actually. I saw a lot of women commenting on your your posts that were geared directly towards men, and the women just, yeah, we're at this hunger to learn and grow, and we just eat it up.
1: <laughs> you do you do. and statistically, women are the great the biggest consumers of personal development material. There's something mm-hmm. hard, hard-coded hard into women that just know that, nah, I can be better. I can be better. I can do this. There's something else that's – and I don't know if it's intuition. I don't know if there's something else that's divine there, but they know the mm. importance of iteration and betterment um, more so than yeah. what I see see men do.
0: I think it's the cycle, like you had mentioned before. No shame around not having a cycle. Totally. By the way. Um, Got its ups and downs, literally. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, the way we were born and created to operate as a human. Um, but whatever you're doing for yourself and wherever you are at is just perfect. Yes. So follow along more with John if you want to book a call with him or get in his world if you feel like you've sat with yourself and you are ready. I cannot recommend it enough.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> my you. life
0: is so good. Oh my gosh. Found a man that I love growing with. And man, I mean, I'm I'm such a different person since when I met you. Um, And I'm just really grateful that you're here and sharing this message and putting it out on all the platforms and giving us that invitation to just sit and be literally with ourselves and our breath so thank you yeah,
1: you're welcome it's been amazing being here and witnessing you again your growth like i've loved seeing where you've come from when i came out to colorado like your your energy continuously changing to to be more of embodied of who you really are at the core and yeah i love i love being with you on this journey mads it's it's great
0: thanks wow yeah you have seen a lot yeah <laughs> It's been been good. I'm I'm happy to be here and looking forward to to the rest of the journey. Yes, yes, yes. Both and both. All right, you guys, thank you for being here, and I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, loyal listener. Please rate and review this podcast. Your feedback is needed and you matter. It would be an honor if you shared this with a friend. Send this episode to whoever pops into your mind first. It's like a little exercise on intuition and trust that that insight is the hand of God working through you to make someone else's life better today. Visit themadelineshow.com to stay up to date on my free trainings and different offerings, including self-paced online programs that activate your mind and enhance your life. Who knows? Maybe you'll find something today that completely changes your tomorrow.